Hey, Vault Dwellers. Welcome to another episode of A Mountain's Tale, an Adventures Vault podcast. Uh, we were sitting here chit-chatting a little bit at the table. What's your backup character class? What's your, which, what's your, what are you going for? Man, I didn't even fucking make one. You haven't made one? If, if, you, made if, one. if right now, something happened to your character and you gotta start... You gotta start. Be- you mean if Sogorum got gunned down by 30 rifles yeah, or whatever? Since, since it seems pretty probable, like, due to multiple <laughs> near-death experiences, I've got like three backup characters. I told you guys like a year ago to have one. Yeah. We'll, we'll start with Ashley because I'm sure you. she's prepared for this question. She didn't respect um, you. <laughs> so I actually, okay, so I haven't created it yet, but I finally have settled down on an idea, which I, I already knew from the get-go that it would be a rogue um, just because that is my comfort character. And I think it would be really nice to, if I die, go from playing a character that I've been a little more on the unsure side of on how to handle. I feel like I've been doing better with it the longer we've been going, mm-hmm. but um, it would be really nice for me to get to dwell and um, I feel like really blossom with the characters that I'm used to. Which is? A rogue? Yeah. A rogue? Yeah. A rogue, yeah. She said that. So on, on unreleased I content. Saw <laughs> I already have a voice down for it and everything. Oh, let's so on, hear it. On on a previous on on a previous uh, episode of the the Mountain Tail podcast, we talked about you've never had a character death. I have not. No. And then on some unreleased content, maybe that's not same the same case. No, it is not anymore. Um, I what did, was it, what was the class you were playing when that happened? Um, it was a rogue. Okay, just but checking. I also took out over half the battlefield on that, if you recall correctly. So again, my comfort character you, is my badass. You character. were doing work. I was there. Yeah, yeah. I was doing more work than you. It's weird that you got crit. Mm. Well, but like when you died, I actually had to use spells. Yeah. And then I think I killed about as many after that. So, but like, here's the deal. I'd much rather you be there killing things so I can keep my spell slots. It works. It works a lot better for me t- as well. So. Okay. So we got it. We got a rogue. We got well, a rogue backup. I think that that's how the rogues work, though. I, th- I I think anytime you have a melee character, they are there to help. You weren't the melee. You were character. in a fucking tree shooting bows. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the problem is she got out of the tree. The pro- yeah, that is the problem. The listeners can't tell. I ran I, that. I think it'd be. I killed that character, and I enjoyed every moment of she it. Was but you had to use magic. You had to use magic to do it. She was, she was in it. the tree when she bought it. I had to use magic. I had to crit you with magic. Yes. <laughs> and it was glorious. Nat 20 guiding. Yeah. 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 I think a backup character for me, we, we spoke about this like off mic, but I would do some some form of dwarf but then it just came to me whenever she was talking i was like oh man there was a character in mortal kombat 4 that was so funny uh he he had the drunken fighting style and i'm like that'd be so funny that he couldn't fight unless he was just wasted off his own like here's i believe a monk i believe there's a monk drunken style in pathfinder too dwarf dwarf drunken monk sounds fun that would be so funny do you know what i would love to see you play i would love to see you play a bard I feel like you would do so well with the bard, bard role. Splice it with that drunk monk, Can, man. Yeah. yeah. Canonically, Nick has played a, a dwarf bard uh, in the Adventurer's Vault. Um, he wasn't with the crew you did, Ashley. Oh. That assaulted the gates. Oh, yes. He was, he was on the, the other, other side. Yeah. yeah. And he played a dwarf bard. 
That'd be awesome yeah. to have Nick running around singing tavern songs. And stuff. <laughs> yeah, it was this great encounter where we just had to stand there and get fucking but, beat on. So the music that he would only be able to sing are like your typical shitty karaoke songs like Journey, Don't Stop <laughs> Believing. Goodbye, <laughs> Earl. Nothing Goodbye, you're saying Earl. makes me not want to hear this. Yeah. Um, That'd oh, be great. Oh, don't forget uh, before he cheats with Carrie Underwood. Yep. You have to you have to keep in mind the classic of the female icon um, like, music too is that the oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. dug my <laughs> key into the side <laughs> I, I just don't want you to stop believing in the process <laughs> gosh Did all right Jake. everything at, at random probably Jake, all of it what do you you just you just complete random chart you have you have no idea no nothing you're leaning towards nope you would just hit like the dice roll on the rant like the randomize i'd either do it all at random or make up something really good on the spot Oh, Adam, I'm sorry. You go ahead and tell us yours. Uh, or, no, I have idea. two. I have I have a sorcerer, someone who's just a blaster, um, and I also have a ranger made up. I've I've tested another campaign. I would um, I would really love for Slate to show up. It's he's he's a fun <laughs> character that gives a lot of uh, uh, fun things for the DM to fuck with us. Okay, about. let me preface it. I would really like to see Slate's pig show up. Slate I, is a bonus, <laughs> though. He's yeah. he's a funny guy, but. Little piglet there. It's just really fun for me. <laughs> like an, a, a ranger or druid that hates animals and just beats on them <laughs> is hilarious. It's true. The, the character is essentially Stur Steve Irwin, but he hates animals. And so his, his animal companion with, takes any opportunity to sabotage him. My character <laughs> would not get along with yours because I'd be a monk. So I'd be like, they're sacred. Stop it. <laughs> yeah, no. You leave him alone. Here's, here's oh, my I'll question. I'll a couple good little morsels. And like, for me, this is more important. Yeah, you got your backup characters. Are they just arriving at the mountain or have they been in Callstown or somewhere else the whole time? I already have his hook if it happens and it's great. All right. I've also got the idea for how... Um, the group would meet my character. Okay, uh, I think I just came up with mine. Like, I mean, sometimes that's, that's awesome. That's, you know, if if nobody chose it, I would go with native. Okay, I would go with somebody uh, born there or that went there really young. Well, I always like that idea that like there are adventurers in Callstown. They just they gave up. Yeah, which I've always judged as we've gone through this podcast. I judged like Gertie and them. I'm like, why aren't you doing anything? And after the previous episode or two, I guess two episodes ago. Like, if I get a chance to talk to Gertie, it's going to be like, I get it. Fuck. It, it's going to be like an apology. Like, I'm so sorry. We did not understand why it is you quit doing this. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm I'm struggling as a character to not do the same thing. Okay, I have a question. After this wraps up, mm -hmm. can we Stephanie Myers this and do it through the eyes of the other characters and we see our other selves like we just played <laughs> and just have a different story arc? That'd yes, so let's, let's use the, the extremely creative and, and, and Pulitzer Prize warning Stephanie Myers method. I well, mean, I only know that because they did a Twilight book through Slutty Edward's vampire. eyes. Listen, I don't think I'm getting what? a Nebula Award for this podcast, so I mean, let's just be real here. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know that. I've <laughs> never been happy. I only know that because I had to buy my be wife back a copy next week. <laughs> okay. Listen, <laughs> all you, I'm Jay. saying is that Stephanie Meyer got popular because she basically promoted porn to children. I don't know. I've never read them, and I do. It's, I've seen the a, movies, and I don't care. We it reads like a soft porn. <laughs> it reads like a soft porn. Let me tell you. Euphoria wants to talk to you. If if you think the kids that read those books didn't already know what porn was, 
Oh no! Everybody, everybody, every well, girl in my school was reading that. Are you kidding me? That was like our favorite thing to talk about, and it was very much so. Are you Team Edward or Team Jacob? <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of sex scenes, you guys just got fucked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now that's a segue in your life. That's how you do it. So there's two schools of thought here. Um, one, we hash this out and you probably all die. Or two, you just give me a little cinematic thing where like... <laughs> you're, yeah, yeah. So you I, mean you don't want to roll for 60 opponents? You don't want to do that? You not not Personally? Here. Okay. Oh. We want to do the longhand version of being turned into Swiss cheese. Yeah, I want to yeah. do the fight later. Okay. I got Damn. it. Cool. Right. Too much cover in the building. Yeah, they want yeah, to take yeah, us yeah. out into yeah. the field. Yeah, where it's a lot more open. The frost um, sticks the blade. It'll be uh, execution style, I'd like to think. Uh, nah, I'm not kneeling for that. Anybody? Well, it would be a kneeling kind of thing. Any, anybody the scene from Gladiator? The guy, the frost sticks his blade and then... I'm thinking more like Inglorious Bastards. Nice. That's more suiting. Of course, of course, they might decide to give you all the hug. I don't know. I'm kind of thinking of like the Kingsman, the Kingsman scene where he starts singing... Um, I don't know the name of the song, but Country it's like Road. Road. I've seen zero. Stepped on a mine to make sure that um, the others got out, and he was the one that had a t- the attention drawn to him. So where'd you bring up that scene, anyway? Why is that? Oh, fuck <laughs> you! Fuck <laughs> you! No! No! Absolutely not! That, I've never that, seen it. So. That evil's on you now. <laughs> we pan to the inside of the gnome jail, county, uh, county, city jail. Yeah, city jail. Municipal? Yeah, sure. Municipal jail. Where we see members of the family, or at least hired Russian thugs, throwing your weapons into a jail cell. They leave your armor on, because it doesn't really matter. Uh, I'll be needing that back. Yet. (laughs) 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 Give him a smuggle (laughs) mule. And we see that Sigorum and Serdu are thrown in one cell. And Will... And Dave Wilkins are thrown in another. It's like, now I'm very aware that all of you have, uh, most of you have magical abilities or some such. So uh, the wars we've placed into these cells will, of course, uh, counteract that. Uh, I'm just going to ask that everybody sit tight. And I swear that we are not natural enemies here. I understand some of you would have a sharp grudge, and he looks at Sigorum, against certain members of our organization, and that is completely understandable. Yes, Menu, I see you raising your hand. Where did you put Minui? Uh, in right there. Well, I've, I'm just wondering because you put them in a cell together and him and Dave Wilkins in a cell together and you oh, didn't mention where I was. You are not in a cell. In fact, you're standing next to Tocket. However, there are armed guards pointing guns at you. But my arms aren't like tied behind my back no, or anything. No. I'm just like standing no. there vibing. Okay. You treacherous bitch. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I, again, let me just give me some time to hash like, this out. <laughs> I you do, do not want to. want to be your enemy. And I think there's a way we could all profit from this scenario, but 
I'm, I just need to talk to my compatriot here for a bit. Minui, please, after you. She goes where he leads. Now, to our perspective, that looks dirty. Dirty. <laughs> I would hope, though, that at this point, you guys trust Minui enough to understand that she didn't know any of this was happening. It looks pretty bad. It looks uh, pretty bad. I would not know that. Even I, I after the I, apple scene? I don't think... Uh, I'm not, I'm not convinced Sigorum would feel there's an absolute trust there because there's just so many fucking curveballs on the mountain. Every time he's got something kind of figured, it twists, turns, and pulls pulls the thing out from under him. Yep. Uh, Will literally just had his god betray him, so yeah, it's, that's pretty fresh. Yeah. He's he's vulnerable, yeah, for sure. Nick? I'm just going to say... I saw this coming. <laughs> Dave's You're like, a rich asshole. Dave's like, why didn't you do something about it? <laughs> it's just a typical cat. You love on it, and then they just claw you. When have you ever loved on Minuey? <laughs> Speaking of TAV after dark, <laughs> oh God. Demons we are not kitties. furries in this group. I meant like being kind. Oh. Yeah, right, sure. right. Okay. Yeah, because uh-huh. that sells books. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> You're such a dork. I don't know. Ask Stephanie Meyer how you sell books. Listen, I am not a million dollar. Listen, I would sell out. If you're listening, I'll sell out. Just know. <laughs> <laughs> Please, anyone. So, like, target kind of motions for you to follow and menu me, and like he leads you kind of like upstairs, and there's an office area. And he's like, "Please have a seat." And, pulls out a decanter of wine and pours two glasses. First off, I I must apologize. There have been egregious failings in the family organization, but it is very hard for me to run things on both sides of the demiplane trapped here. Now, I had sent orders home for Drac to get you here. I had not given him orders to do a coup d'etat and attempt to take over. We have built quite the operation here, man. Um, and I think you'll find that it's quite respectable and you'll be impressed with it. I wanted you here, not because you had done bad, but I would very much like to retire, and you were the logical choice to take over. How do you think Drac is going to handle that? I mean, he's obviously got this. Our story is hard and long. How did that even come out of your mouth without you knowing? Everything from the beginning. It's just, they used to be a thing and they broke up. So he sent her to a mountain that was cursed. That's not what happened. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> the fact that you just started laughing. Just I, <laughs> I think I have an idea I for a book. I it. Um, <laughs> sorry. Th- things went bad. There. Do you, talk it? <laughs> do you know what happened between Drac and I? Well, I remember when you were children. Um, I know you don't remember me, but I was around at the time. I have been on the mountain for, ooh, uh, it's been about 12 years, but I remember when you first came to us. In fact, it was my idea to try to gather the orphans with power. Uh, the unfortunate accident that, you know, with your powers that killed most of them, but no one blamed you for that. And only Drax survived, and I think we can uh, forgive a little bit of his bad will, but uh, he did not follow orders. I don't think he's ever been very good at following orders. He is willful, but talented. Uh, but I I would not 
and I, I don't know the details. I, d I can't get a lot of stuff, information-wise, onto this side. I can send things back through to home, but I can't get them back in. Uh, and I'll, that's part of the operation, I'll show you. But I would say that if Renee Doppler was alive at the time you left, I would not count her out. She was definitely alive. Then I imagine it will take her a little time, but she'll get things right where they are. I wouldn't be surprised. She's a very strong woman. Regardless, we control what goes back home on this side. And if they would like to get those resources continue flowing, they'll play ball. So, if I say that you're in charge on this side, in charge you are. And ultimately, that was the goal. Everything is running relatively smooth here. I'd kind of like to rest on my laurels. Minui, this world is, is so very different than ours. True, they have no magic, but they have such wonders. Television? Margaritas? <laughs> I I hear that you are a basic bitch. <laughs> Listen, this world is so wonderfully corrupt. It's enchanting. You can buy anything with money, Minnie. I'm literally mayor of this town, and no one's ever even seen my face. And oh, the votes were bought so cheap. They love gold here, but they use paper currency. As if we can't magically reproduce that. <laughs> but we don't even have to. See, the gold we bring in from this side is just as valuable here, the golden gems. And then we still send the artifacts we find from here back home. This place just prints money. And I'd like to enjoy it. I think you've worked very hard. I think we all have. I, I think if, if you let me kind of show you what's going on here, you but you're the logical choice. You're an expert in artifacts, magical items. You've got the arcane resources. Uh, unfortunately, the last guy we were relying on was killed by something called a moose. <laughs> 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 They're like eight feet tall and 2,000 pounds, but they come out of nowhere. <laughs> it's ridiculous how these stealthy these things are. But this place is great. But it'll kill you if you're not paying attention. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm sure I have some spells to counteract that. Now that I, I think if I show you one, you'll be able to handle it. Uh, and uh, this whole thing with your mother. I I can't say I didn't know for certain, but when I uh, kind of came across her and Elvis, I found a unique opportunity to try and keep them away from our operation. And I did the best I could for years. But unfortunately, they happened to come across the portal. And, well, at that point, I, I had to take action. And I, I, I did not want to do what we did to Elvis, but I needed you here. So bait he was. I knew it was a sign the moment I saw it. Of course, of course. Uh, and your mother, we just happened to not pay attention so well, and she has uh, absconded into the wild. So I want there to be no ill will between us in that regard because i i do want you in the family you have always been a good member and i think we've tried to do right by you and you have always done right by us and with your friends down there i'm sure if they are amicable to some sort of arrangement we can work something out i think that i barely knew my mother but i knew the family 
See, and that that's what's important. And, like he reaches out his hand across the desk and offers it to you. Um, she'll take his hand and she and she'll go, "Why don't you show me about your operation? That way I can think more into this." Fantastic. And he kind of like you get into a car and like somebody drives up and you guys get in the back like there's a chauffeur. Uh, and he takes you downtown. And there's a large like three-story building. And no, it's not a very big town. So, like, a three-story building is basically the largest thing there. And it says, Family Consolidated Printing. And he kind of, like, shows you through the offices. But here's the real beauty of it. See, in our world, if you read that scroll, you're cursed to come here. Ipso facto. Recreating that scroll in our world is problematic. But here, in this world, it's mundane. We can print these things by the thousands. That's why there's so many of them. Yes, and we can send them back to our world. And as soon, and we found a, a crack in the demiplane. But now, unfortunately, we can't get, uh, how shall you say, uh, physical body things through. Biological is the term I'm looking for. We can't get biological matter through. Anything we've sent through, <laughs> splats. Uh, but we can get mundane things through. We can send as many scrolls required back to our side, along with artifacts. Now, these artifacts, of course, you used to seeing them. We always sold them for quite the high price. They're plentiful on this mountain. We could run this operation for decades. Any random piece of junk we send through that's got a crusade emblem on it will sell for top gold. And we can just go with that portal in between this world and... The mountain. Exactly. While the mountain is is a prison of sorts, and this world is not our home, this world does offer a lot of very nice amenities. Uh, there's, like, chairs that lean back and have massagey things in them. I would like to try one of those chairs. I, I've, I've got one back at the office. That's fantastic. Such things you've never seen, Minui. They have no magic here, but they've developed technologies in that place. And... You know, in this world, I just look like a very short human. So I'm going to go travel. Now, you'll have to be a little more circumspect, but there's spells for that. And, well, to be honest, there's literally nothing money can't buy on Earth. I actually, um... <laughs> I'm just sitting here imagining Minuee's kind of like, yo, fuck that bitch with money. I'm like, shit, this is what I've worked for my whole life! That corner office promotion... Yeah, like literally oh, everything prior man. to coming to the mountain, like this is everything. Saying the person who raised her, all the things she worked through. This is nothing different than she's experienced always. She's always worked with the family. He's speaking her language. Top floor. <laughs> Leading the charge. I mean, the boss is like, I want to retire. Yes. You're it. He wants to binge watch Battlestar Galactica. Yeah. And just get hammered drunk. That's what he wants in to do. In air conditioning. Yeah, in air conditioning. <laughs> I've heard of this show, Miami Vice. Oh, come on. And I am... <laughs> I can't, you can't sleep on that. I'm enraptured. I used to have a spell that would let me turn yeah. into another creature. We, we, and I don't have that We'll anymore, figure it out. It's fine. We have all the time in the world. They're just going to shave you. <laughs> <laughs> Not if they know what's good for him. Listen, there's, there's a group of people on this world who would find you very sexually pleasing. They're called, they're called furries. <laughs> Those didn't exist in 1984. Oh, they did. They were just underground. Yeah. yeah. 
Probably. I believe it. Yeah. They, there was conventions. They just didn't advertise them. Yeah. They were a lot more secretive. Kind of like the sex swinging parties. Special operatives, you know, special dungeons. And, and I, I understand your friends uh, wish to leave. Honestly, I have no problem with it. We've laid low because of the wizard. We don't want to attract his attention. But hell, if they want to crack this demiplane open and get everyone home, that's fine with us. As long as we can squeeze the juice to the last possible second. I think that it would be a wonderful opportunity if my friends, my crew, were able to understand the reason why we would need to base our operations here. It would be much better for our goals. Listen, it, it was not my intent to get trapped here, but one of the benefits of being in charge of a criminal organization, if you get cursed to come to a mountain, you can bring resources with you. And we've made great strides and, and been lucky finding these cracks in the demiplane. I think if you could convince them to either one, uh, go their own way, we could make it worth their while, or two, they're obviously talented, bring them in. I would love to have them join the family. Fantastic. Uh, what do you need from me? I think, um, as of right now, I would need you to take me back. Where do you think a good meeting place would be for my friends and I? Well, why don't we just head back and you can convince them right where they are, uh, where they're safe for their own good right now. I would feel better about it if I was able to do it privately with them. That's fine. That's feel, fine. That's I'm sure fair. they'll have some words. I, they will not be as honest with you if we're around. Exactly. So let's let's get you back. And I'm not too concerned about my safety. I I know how those cells are. No, they're they're very well built, and we've got the anti-magic fields. But I, I I would I'd be more than happy for them to to join up. There's room for talented people. And let's just say if a a certain drac weatherby ever came to our shores, well. I wouldn't have to choose between the two of you. I don't think there'd be much of a choice. No, no. So, you know, whatever has to happen there, you, you'd be in charge. You do what you need to do. If a certain price must be paid, let it be paid. That's a sanctioned hit right there. <laughs> it, <laughs> I'm going look the other way. Yeah, I don't know if it's a sanctioned hit, but it's a more of a, I ain't looking. Yeah. You know, like, quid pro Squid Pro Crow or whatever. Not my... <laughs> <laughs> that hard word right there. Squid. <laughs> Got it. It's very much so a not my circus, not my monkeys. Yeah. <laughs> we pan back to the jail cells. Moose Moose. Moose Moose. Um, Sigorum, with a very serious, stern look on his face, is staring deeply into the eyes of Arthur. <laughs> <laughs> Hear me out. Okay. <laughs> okay. Go <laughs> <Come> on. <laughs> Spits in his hand. Do you? <laughs> sorry. Fuck. I'm sorry. I couldn't help myself. I've seen that look before. <laughs> you you want to fight or fuck? I masturbate face the wall. <laughs> I was taking it someplace nice, but I'm now sorry. It's just so I'm so sorry. Full of what? Is, what's the word? Uh, meat. No. Sexiness. Sexiness. Right. <laughs> After dark. There's gonna be so much editing on this episode. Continue. D doubt it. Doubt it. Do you have any threes? <laughs> what? Go fish! 
We're doing time, man. Get on board. We're playing cards. <laughs> I didn't know they did that in jail. I'm like, what? Uh, You've Rummy, never been to Rummy's jail? Rummy's really popular. I've never been to jail, though. Oh. I spent a year in jail. It sucks. Yeah. It's rough. No, you, what? Yeah. Yeah. I was a correctional officer, but I still spent a year in jail. <laughs> <laughs> time spent is time spent. I spent all my waking hours for 40 plus hours a week in jail. It sucks. All right. <laughs> Well, I don't know how to play this. Game. It's you either go say fish. yes and give me the fucking threes, or tell me to go fishing. So go, go fishing. So go. He's got a three. Look, 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 dude. The the card with only three things on it. That's the one. Give it to him. We've been over okay. this, and I just take them all. I take everything in his hand. <laughs> Folks, says right there. And Will's I'll, just in the corner meditating, zinning out, and a, a voice. From outside the cell speaks up. If you're bored, I'm sure I can come up with something. And Kyber walks in. And he's kind of like, he's got his ring, and he's like draping it, and like it's making a clink sound as it hit each like bar of the cell as he walks by. I recognize him, right? Oh, yeah. Well, you've never seen him. Oh, I didn't see him. But it. like, the Dew has described this guy. Like, this is the guy that shot you. This is what he looks like. Okay. And, you know, and you saw what he looks like at the, when, um, Zachariah changed the body back of, of Kyber's brother. Resemblance. Exactly. Yeah, so you you know who this guy is. Well, if it ain't Mr. Nice Shot himself. I'm quite amazed you're alive. I get that a lot. <laughs> yeah, between, uh, between the arrow in your heart and that poison, you are a tough son of a bitch. I'll give you that. So I'm curious, though... My brother Kaiden went into a forest, and you guys went into a forest, and he didn't come out. I'm curious what your roles were in that little uh, detente. Damn. It's a fun word I learned on this side of the gate, detente. <laughs> if, if I remember as a player correctly... This is a dude we curb stomped. Nope, right? <laughs> nope, nope, nope. He was dead when we got there. We curb stomped Oki's dad. Shit, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah! Fuck! Yeah, so we didn't touch this motherfucker's brother. The working theory is somehow uh, Donald, R- Donald Ridge killed uh, Kyber's brother. Okay. Put the helm on, Got taken over. Went crazy, right? Went crazy, and then you guys curb stomped him. Okay. You don't know for sure. This is worse. You just know <laughs> you just know that his brother was killed with arrows. Not only did we kill this kid, we killed his dad. So you'll know that shit. So right. you, you could kind of piece that together. What you tell this guy when he asks, though, that's up to you. Tragic story, really. Man went to the mountain, up into the woods, and that's where it ended. Found him with arrows. In his chest. So you all didn't kill him. That that makes much more sense to me in my mind. That was a little rude. Still just zenin. So how did uh, Kaiden die? I mean, arrows, but do you know who did it? If they're around, I'd like to talk to them. Uh, <laughs> um, um, hmm. <laughs> uh... Favor for favor. Would you unlock this cage, and I'll tell you more. No, I'm not dumb. Besides, I have a feeling, if you're wanting to get your pound of flesh, you'll get your shot. Don't worry. Uh, but, no, if you don't know who killed him, that's a shame. 
I know it wasn't you lot. <laughs> Brother was too good for that. Can't say for sure. Right, 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 right. So here's how this is going. My boss is telling your friend there all the wonders we're going to give her to come back to the fold. You three need to figure out real fucking quick what side of that coin you're going to land on. You're either with the family or you're not. I should know. I'm a fucking threat. I'm the guy that took out Mr. Yellow. I am not scared of you three. Will pops up and swings his head around. What'd you say? Yeah, Mr. Yellow. What about him? Uh, essentially the main player for the Glad Hand Collective. Took him out, oh gosh, it's been, what, 20 years? What? Now, why does that not make sense, Adam? Because we have not been on the mountain 20 years. I, I met Mr. Yellow. He's the one who fucking sent me here, like, a couple months ago. Weird. Oh, that time's funny on the mountain shit. <laughs> is it now, that fucking funny? <laughs> is, is there a new Mr. Yellow after the old one dies? Or? No, no, greasy looking old guy, pocket watches. Is that what I remember of him? You don't remember him being that old, though. Oh, shit. Wait a second. What is the year on what Scalarian's called near? Well, and like, he gives you a year. And it is several years after the events of of your story. So, Gorm, it is like 80 years after you. And dude, time's always fuzzy for you. (laughs) 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 And it hits you. You all come from different times. Now, do we think that, like, regardless, whatever time we get out of the mountain is still going to be the same time? You're not sure. I mean, that that's... Oh, man. Sigourm has to sit down on that one and, and think about how old he is. Comparatively. And, yeah. The assumption was you all came from the same time. And that was wrong. But here's the thing, is, is, are the time we're existing on still the same time? Like, regardless of when we started, are we all going to still end at the same point? It's an excellent question. Because there's no reason to think we wouldn't. It doesn't make sense otherwise. Mm-hmm. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I love when he fucks with Nick the most. <laughs> well, we've learned in like 30 plus episodes, none of you have ever asked, hey, what, what year were you from? <laughs> That's true, man. It never we we never thought to think mind. that we were from different times. We knew on the mountain that time basically was at a standstill, but we didn't have any reason to suspect that like there was a difference in speed or times from when we came or weird. <laughs> Our bad. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. He just broke my character, Brad. <laughs> no, even more than he's already been broken. He cracked him pretty good, but like he's still overriding things, but like I gotta go back and make sure my family is okay. And like now he's hearing that like maybe like decades and decades have passed since he left, and like for better or worse, whatever's gonna happen has happened. Or does everyone who come here come from a different time? Yeah, that doesn't make that to him. It, it's it's it might take you longer to get here, whatever the transition is through the mist. But like when you leave here, time on our regular plane has still been going. Sounds like a mystery. <laughs> Building into a mystery. Ba, da, ba, ba, ba. All right. Well, this has been fun and all. Do you want me to get you an Uno deck? What's Uno? It's better than well. It's you probably still wouldn't get it anyway. Mm. 
I'll see if I can dig up some snacks. Everybody should have a last meal. And he pushes away from the bars and walks away. Will's gonna yell, Don't we get a request? <laughs> Will Will yells that? Oh shit. Damn it! How do you fuck up your own character's <laughs> name, Nick? <laughs> what are you doing? How are you? Arthur yells, Don't we get a request? Ca- characters are funny on the mountain. <laughs> Hey, you know what? We're not on the mountain now, so... You're not. You're in Nome, Alaska. Things just get all sorts of freaking twisted. <laughs> I'm sitting here like, if Will thinks he, like there's no reason to get back to his family, like, is all of his drive gone? Sounds soul-crushing. Your drive's been dwindling here lately. <laughs> yeah. As Brad has slowly decided to emotionally kill my character rather than physically. <laughs> Though he's done that a couple times, too. Well, I'm physically killing your character, but I'm trying to emotionally kill Adam. <laughs> You're succeeding. <laughs> I mean, at least as far as me playing this character. A short time later, Tocket with some guards and Minui come back in. She's like, I will give you all the time you need to talk to your friends about what we discussed, and I'll be outside. And they exit. Well, well, well. Look what the cat drug in. <laughs> nice. Jesus Christ. You guys see Minui is um, wearing her uh, ring again instead Ooh. of having it hidden Ooh. and disguised. Ooh. <laughs> beep, beep, beep. We've done that. She lost. Hi. Hi. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me of an av- how an avatar, the last airbender, whenever Zuko approaches the group to try to join, he goes, hello, I'm Z- Zuko. Hello, Zuko here. Super awkward. I love that. <laughs> so, I heard Kaiba paid you a visit. How was that? Arthur just chooses to ignore her. <laughs> uh, Will's just staring at the ground like he's lost all hope. You know him. Not personally, but I do know that we may have a way off this mountain now, and we have more resources. If we play our cards right. Well, uh... Lucky for you, I'm not good at cards. It's true. I... <laughs> Complete imbecile. Will, you look awful distraught. Well, you know, ripping out your reason for being tends to do that. What if I told you that they found cracks? Don't step on it, it breaks your mama's back. Listen, I'm decades late. Are you? Because I may know a way that you can at least send something home to your family. At this point, a clean break is probably better. I don't think you gave them a clean break. Severus as it was going to get for me. Will, your people, they live a long time, right? They do, but uh, the danger to them has either already happened or already passed. I was only ever an anchor. My leaving might have been the fresh start they needed. Can we assume that Talkit told uh, Menui about the, the timelines and things? Uh, no, um... Like, if you had asked him... I guess I should have, but... Like, he, he would have told you that where they return... Like, the time that they send stuff back is to the time you came from. Which, if you figure out the years, is after Will got here. Actually, is... You would have been the last person in the timeline. So, I'm the here. most recent. The most recent. Okay. Okay. What I know is that this is an immense opportunity for me... And for us, if I thought it was a bad idea, I wouldn't do it. But I do think this will help us ultimately achieve our goals. And if we do it right, Aviston will never know. 
I tried the making the deal to get the job done. It didn't work out real well for anybody involved. Even I'm smart enough not to make that same mistake twice. I don't think I'm making a bad deal here. Never do at the beginning. Well, so do you. The deal is I take over here or we die. That's essentially how that's going to go. And I understand where Sigorum may want to die with honor in that way. And I respect that. But it will be inevitable. Now, I know that this is not your ideals. I understand this organization like the back of my hand. I will have power here. You need to trust me in my decision. Otherwise, it will probably lead to your demise. I know that's the harshest way I could put that, but that's the reality. We want off this mountain. We want to help everybody else get off the mountain. Will, I know you're losing hope, but you could at least die in your home instead of dying here on the mountain, either drunk, high, or of killing yourself, because I'm sure that's probably on the table for you. Listen, you certain home. people made a sacrifice for me to be here. Um, I might not have much left, but uh, I've got a little something, and uh, I'll, I'll hang on to that with what I got. You do what you feel like you have to do, but I'm going to do what I feel like I have to do. And however you need to justify it to yourself, I understand. Know where I haven't been. But trust me, the lying to yourself, it catches up. One day that big, ugly truth is going to rear its head in the ugliest way possible. And you'll remember this moment. Maybe it will. Maybe it won't. But I know that in this moment, my gut is telling me, if we don't take this, we're dead. I want to check that. Oh, I want to perceive her intentions with that. Did she really, like, run off and she knows we're going to die? That's that's what you too. I, there's, like, I guess we're all perception and then, I mean, yeah. yeah, you tell them what's up. Fuck. It's <laughs> a <laughs> so, 15. You want to chip it? No. Minui is not the kind of person to mince her words in regards to living or dying. There are a couple ways this could play out. You could agree to join the family, and we could work on our goal from inside, and we would have a base of operations outside of the mountain. We would have a portal to get us in and out of Callstown. We could still take care of the people, and we would have some backup with that. We would be able to look for more of these cracks and possibly find a way back home with that. I understand why you might be concerned, considering this is a crime family organization. I am high up in it. I don't believe Talkit would offer me this, knowing what's at stake for me. I mean, he might. There's that possibility, too. I'm not going to discount the fact that we could walk out of here, agree to the deal, and I could die the next morning. You never know what's going to happen. But Talkit, to me, has always been a man of his word. He tried to keep my family, my mother and Elvis out of the family's business as much as possible. It wasn't until they found out that he had to do something or risk it all. It's a tough situation. I know what I'm going to do because I know what is best for me, for what I believe we need to do, and how I believe we need to do it. I can leave you alone to mull over that, and if you'd like, um, I can have the guards arrange to bring you some wonderful foods from this timeline. I'm sure State Trooper Dave might have some ideas. And Dave, I know that this is scary because it's corrupt for you too, but we could give you power as well. You know, I could go for a club down from Bennigan's Bar, just a, a few blocks away. It's excellent. I would say just maybe bring everybody a sandwich. Our demise was always inevitable, but if I get a choice in shaping it, 
You can cut me like Elvis and throw me on the side of the mountain. That's your decision to make. Do? How about you? I know that you seem very interested in the artifacts that we find in the mountains. What if I told you that we found plenty of them? You might even find that pretty little item you're looking for. You know I was the artifacts master. <laughs> Be honest what your character would choose. You uh, really like to back people into a corner, don't you? It is the crime family way, isn't it? Huh, yeah, keep smirking. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, you're selling this, like, so well. Like, It's well done work. It is well done um, work. You told me to come ready. <laughs> you don't have to answer right away. You can take some time. Like I said, I'll be back with food. Why don't you just bring me my sandwich? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. Can I take a quick aside? I do think it'd be really good story-wise if Dew was just like, I'm good with it. And I think it's what your character would do. I, I, I know it I'll is. Throw my I, right now, room. I just want my sandwich. Sammy! Sigourm's <laughs> going to shift in his seat a little bit because if Dew agrees, he's not sure what that means for what happens in this cell, and he just wants to be ready. Sounds like Dew's not committing one way or the other. That's true. Just yet. But he's also in a cell with me, so he might be scared. <laughs> I just he just yelled at me over goatfish. <laughs> I would like to say that Minui notices those shifts, those yeah, things. For sure. And Boy, she, hiding it. Yeah. It's obvious. She calls for Talkit. Mm-hmm. Talkit, do you think we can move Do to a separate area? I'm worried for his safety. Of course. Thank mm-hmm. you. Do you think there's an inroad there? I'm unsure. We'll find out. I uh, I still get my sandwich, right? <laughs> of course you will. Stop <laughs> talking! <laughs> hey, what would you yell at the prisoners at him to get him to shut up? <laughs> no touching! No touching! No touching! Lock down! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh uh, yes. Uh, tell you what, we've got. Uh, I'll, I'll make sure they get their food. Uh, we'll see if we can get him out of there without provoking the green one. Uh, well, you and I have a lot to discuss, though. Please, after you, we need to get you situated in your new uh, office. Okie dokie. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, <okey-dokey. laughs> <laughs> Minui's an okie dokie person. Got it. Was straight, stone cold, solid boss operative, and then it's like okie dokie. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah, like, like, that whole thing was so. Yeah, you, you did such you, a good job you throughout did such the a good so. Job. Like I was, that was so well done. So, Tocket and Minui exit. A little bit later, Kyber comes in. And he's looking at the four of you, including Dave. And he has a ring in his hand. And he looks at you, do. And he's like, they're okay with half answers. But the rest of us aren't. You in or out? Ooh, you're a shit. (laughs) (laughs) I love this shit. Oh, man. Don't do what Nick would do. Do what Charlotte would do. I know. I'm going to look at Zagorum and don't worry about him. He's a dead man. Ooh. No, 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 (laughs) no. Think about it. I'm going to look at Zagorum be like, if I don't do this, myself and someone I love are dead. And I am going to have to accept the second ring. (laughs) So at that point, there's enough guards that like kind of level rifles at Sagorum. 
and they bring you out of the cell. But I do want to look at him and be like, I'm going to say, I'm sorry. I'm sure it's very comforting. <laughs> I understand love and the sacrifice you make for it. Do what you gotta do. And Sir Du exits the jail. Freaking hate you <laughs> so much. Yeah. God, I hate this, you. you this you is the kind of story shit you hope a DM walks you into. You made God. the choice. God, I want to really whip my pits on his <laughs> And you get like, Kyber looks at the guards and it's like, and if you like kind of perceive, he's like, give us five minutes, then do it. Ooh. All right. <laughs> and he exits. And about 30 seconds later, you hear some scuffling outside. And then the sound of what you think is like one of those cars. <laughs> and like a figure pops his head kind of through like the cell window. And he's a kind of a portly man with like really olive skin and kind of has like furs around his head. He's like, hey, what's your name? My name is Sigorum. It's not them. It, we're looking for like Sugar Man or something, right? No, that's that's him. He said it's Sigorum. It's like Sugar Man or something. Ask one of the others. What's your name? He's not in there. I'm not I'm in there. there. <laughs> Don't look at me. I'm so dead. He looks at it like Will. Like, what's your name? Will. It was Bill, wasn't it? No, it's Will. Okay. Stand back from the bars. And like, you see like two kind of like grappling hooks. Like kind of like hook around some of the wall, like the bars and the windows. He's like, don't worry, it's a Chevy. And you hear a loud... <laughs> you hear a, like something really loud rev. I assume it's a monster. It is a monster. <laughs> I get up and get ready. That's amazing. It's a, a V8. Like, it only gets like five miles per gallon. This is the 80s too. It's even worse. Oh. Uh, get, get, give me like an 85 K5 Blazer all day long. And the walls of the jail cell rip away. And sitting, like, you see that there's a man driving the truck who is, if not a twin, at least a brother of the other guy in the bed of the truck. And he's like, don't forget your weapons. And they have your shit in, like, one of the cells, and you can get to it now. Snag and run. It's like, it's like, I suggest you come with us. I'll be taking you up on that offer. And the three of you hop in, Dave included, and they drive off. And about that time, Russian guards are shooting at you as you're driving away. But you managed to get out of town. And as they're driving, he's like, Pleasure to meet you. I'm Josh. This is my brother, Jeremiah. We're the Outwaters. I'm Sigurum, and I have no idea what that is. <laughs> We're from the local Eskimo tribe. Inuit? No. In fact, Eskimo is a tribe. Ooh. Uh, and I'm, I, have my, I have permission from my friend, Jeremiah Outwater, to NPC him. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, son. And, and, his twin and his twin brother, Josh. Uh, and the first time I met him, he was like, Eskimo. I was like, Inuit? And he proceeded to rip my ass for a half hour that he is from the Eskimo tribe. This is the dude we talked about? Yes. Damn, this is awesome. Yes! That's awesome. And they, he drives for a while. He's like, he explains, it takes a bit to get to tribal land. Uh, but we know the family's coming for us. Because we're not playing ball. The shaman told us to come get you. This guy's my fucking favorite. Regardless, uh, we appreciate the assist getting out of there. Yeah, no problem. We usually don't help uh, lawmen. And he looks at Dave. <laughs> and he's like, whatever, Jeremiah. <sighs> Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. So they drive on, and it's getting to be night by the time you guys get to tribal lands. Uh, and when you get there, it's kind of an armed camp at this point. You think the tribe has had run-ins, and they're 
you think that all is not well between the family and Gnome and the tribe. They usher you into like a, a log cabin, and there it's dark in there, and there's a fire, there's smoke rising, and there's a figure at the back with a hood on, and the, the figure gestures for the three of you to sit. Sigourm sits. Will sits. You're not all here. And like it, The voice is muffled, like, you're not all here. Well, the others made a different choice. They chose the family. They were offered a deal, and it was too good to pass up. What is the three of your choice? Well, at the time I made it, I thought it was certain death, but it was my choice. All death is certain score. That's true. Uh, Will's literally going to try to uh, reach out to Amistair and be like, I said when I wasn't sure what Zachariah would do, I'd ask you. Zachariah would talk. So Will says out loud, I'll listen. And Minui, she took the deal. I believe she's been groomed to run the family. The figure pulls the hood back. This is the problem when kids aren't raised by their parents. And it's Monet. Damn. Mommy dearest. We'll see what happens on the next episode of the Adventures of the Mountain Tail. Damn, split the party in a whole other way. Dang. I chose mom. Listen to more before I hunt you down.